to the graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. I want to do sex on a lady, but I'm not really sure I can. Make my peanut puke like a baby, but there's a couple things I don't understand. Do like the birds, do the bees, and make my wee-wee sneeze in a lady. I'll spiff up my little fella, make it stand up proud And when my cherry pops, it's gonna be awesomely loud I'll chew on a hair, I'll lick on her face Then I'll go number three in a lady's place I'm gonna do sex on a lady And that lady's gonna do sex on me We'll be just like a mommy and daddy Yeah, we're gonna touch parts where we pee your podcast will fail. It's just a coincidence that you are talking about the Jack and Triumph show and I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Hey man, this is Kevin Smith, guy who makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at smodcast.com and you're listening to the Two Strangers One Podcast. This is podcasting. You're listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit twostrangersonepodcast.net. Now, here's Chris Cologne and Paul Pasquillo. Well, hello and welcome to Two Strangers Law Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. And Paul, I'd like to welcome all the brand new listeners to the podcast. Uh, this is Take Two. We wanted to make sure that everything happens uh, well and good for all the brand new listeners. Uh, we don't want to give out a, a shitty product. Uh, but that being said, we're going to repeat everything we just said for the past 15 minutes. <laughs> Start all over again. But that's, you know, that's what happens in the wonderful <sighs> world of podcasting. Um, if you are a new listener, if you are a person that I handed you a button or a business card at uh, New York Comic Con, feel free to get in contact with us. Tell us how you, you found out about us. Uh, once again, we're putting, we are recording this just a few days before New York Comic Con, gearing up. This is year number five for me, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and, you know, so uh, a friend of the show, uh, a gentleman, uh, I had a friend of the, a friend of mine or more of an acquaintance, actually. I had him print up a shit ton of buttons uh, that have the podcast logo on it. It says uh, two strangers on podcast.net, which has been our website for the past couple of years. I'll, I'll tell you what happened to near uh, two strangers on podcast.com in a moment. Uh, but yeah, uh, he runs a site on Facebook. Uh, well, his, his, his site is Tom around the world, Tom around the world.com slash King Weasel HTML. Uh, or you could just go on Facebook and look up King Weasel, you know, like the animal King Weasel custom buttons. Uh, Throwing him a promotion, even though he didn't give us anything free. <laughs> but no, uh, you know, recorded, uh, re- had a whole bunch of uh, buttons printed out specifically for uh, to give out on uh, at Comic Con, because you know when people when you go to Comic Con, people ask you, oh, do you have a business card or something like that? And I, I, you know, and I believe you have you've got business cards printed up. Oh yes, I do. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, for new listeners of the show, uh, you know, I'm Chris. He's Paul. Uh, we've been doing this, uh, the podcast is about seven years old. Paul's been here for a majority of that time. Uh, at one point, we literally were Two Strangers, One Podcast, along with the original co-host, Two Strangers, One Podcast. And uh, you Yeah, know, and Chris uh, has cheated on me a couple times. So. And, I, and I cheated on Paul a couple <laughs> of times, but uh, it is literally, you know, uh, two people who 
at one point never knew each other. Started the podcast. Uh, after my original co-host decided to bow out, she didn't want anything to do with the show anymore. I ran into Paul at a local Rochester Comic Con, of which then we started talking, shooting the shit, going back and forth. And then, uh, you know, Paul jumped on uh, the, the Two Strangers Little Podcast uh, bandwagon or whatever, which is which is weird because your other podcast is far more successful than this one. <laughs> The Tsunami Faithful podcast. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, you know, this has been a, a passion of mine for the past, uh, seven years, uh, doing this. And, and of course, like the highlight of my year is going to New York Comic Con. It's so weird because it's like six months before Comic Con, you're already starting to get emails about gearing up, you know, and then the six months after Comic Con, you're still like, you still have pictures you haven't posted yet. You still have videos you haven't released yet. Um, so, uh, there's a bunch of stuff like that. Uh, so Paul, you uh you got cards printed up for me to give out at Comic-Con? I do. For your other baby? Oh yes. I'll be handing them out at another con too. So Okay. So before that happens, I got to go I got to go pick them up from your house cuz we we are recording this over Skype once again for the new listeners because like uh Stan Lee once said every every comic is somebody's first comic. So we have to catch everybody up. So where we are and what's going on? All right. So there is. Oh, okay. So uh, part of this, uh, it's just coincidentally by this time of year, it's time for me to renew the web page. And for years, you know, for the first couple of years of the podcast, I had two strangers one podcast.com. And then I, you know, had my head up my ass. I forgot to make the payments. Uh, I, I let the. I let it lapse, and then GoDaddy.com snatches it back up. And these scumbags, and you know, I mean, <laughs> you know, that's the best way I could put it. You know, about a year later, you know, they'll they'll say, "Oh yeah, you can have two strangers on podcast.com back, um, uh, but you got to pay us." And I forgot if it was, I don't know if it was six hundred dollars or nine hundred dollars or whatever. I mean, I guess if if it was a business, like a business business, you know, uh, that might be an investment, but. You know, I've been more than happy with Two Strangers One Podcast for the past couple of years. I like Net because it could could stand it could be like an abbreviation of Network. You know, Two Strangers One Podcast Network, Network like broadcast like a podcast. So, uh, so it actually, I guess they <laughs> after a while they realize uh, holding on to that domain. Uh, what do they call that? Squatting on a campaign? Squatting on a on a squatting on a campaign? That's not the word I'm looking for. Squatting on a domain name, uh, which happens, you know, sometimes like when some, when someone's about to get famous, there'll be like there'll be people who like they'll buy a person's like name and they're not famous yet. And then when that person gets famous, they're like, oh, if you want that website, you got to give me a thousand dollars. But this one was like legitimately done by GoDaddy, uh, which is it's just kind of kind of a scumbag thing to do. Uh, but I but we I do have two strangers, one podcast dot com back along with two strangers, one podcast dot net. But dot net is like my baby. That's my little ugly baby that nobody else wanted. So uh, I think I'm going to keep predominantly saying two strangers, one podcast dot net. Uh, but we do have dot com back, which is good because you don't want to lose because some people, they forget about the dot net and they put dot com. And if they put in dot com, they probably got some like you know 404 error and like oh the fucking website's down but you know let's keep the ball rolling um okay so with that being said <clears throat> for new listeners of the show uh we have a long-term a number one fan number one hater i don't know what you want to call him he's been our most interactive fan and of course a big shout out uh to chris mounts and a big shout out to tommy board and uh who else uh randall begins and and they should all be listening yeah. to the tsunami faithful podcast i just wanted yeah. to put that to, you know it's all the it's all the long-term <laughs> listeners and stuff like that and all the regulars uh you know of course a big shout out to but i think our most interactive fan who, when you listen to what he has to say, I don't. He doesn't act like a fan because uh, he enjoys insulting the shit out of me. Uh, 
Oscar. And it was weird because Oscar had disappeared for a little while and we, you know, we kind of brought him up and then, uh, magically he had, he had, not magically, but, you know, he had disappeared for a little while and I guess he made up for lost time by sending me not one, not two, but three separate emails. Uh, let me see if I could get these in order. All right. So the first one I had gotten was, it was after our last episode, but it was, in regards to the episode before that, uh, that was the last episode where I was going on, on a 50 million tan- tangents and rants as I, as I often do. And, uh, so it's just a, qu- a quick, simple email from Oscar, uh, names for episode 296, Fat Man on Spider-Man. Cause that's when we we're talking about, uh, how Spider-Man, uh, the Disney and Sony weren't had at that particular time, uh, had decided to part ways because they couldn't come to an agreement on how to handle the Spider-Man, uh, the movie, the next Spider-Man. And then, uh, two, and then his second suggestion was two strangers, more than one tangent. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> and that's, Here we you know, go. That's harmless. You know, I mean, you know, that's, and, and don't get me wrong. We like this interaction with our fans and stuff like that. So I guess, you know, start off nice enough. Here's some suggestions, you know, sent from his eye. Then we get, um, okay. Episode 296, part two. <laughs> And he goes, okay, fact, it is two facts, two facts. Fact number one, Trump will be reelected in 2020. Not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I certainly hope he's wrong. uh, But I, you know, and and, and don't get me wrong. uh, There's a part of me that kind of believes it might happen uh, only because, you know, there's a lot of people who like him. I don't. And if you're a fan of the show, you'll find out. You'll find that out real quickly that we are not, I am certainly not a Trump supporter or a fan. No. And then, uh, fact number two, <laughs> Paul is not, mo- <laughs> Paul is not going to Canada, so stop the insanity. So once again, quick little notes, just sort of, I guess he's listening to the show, he's like, you know, he feels he has to share. And once again, feel free to share. Guys, I love, I love stuff like this. But once again, second letter. Oscar, by the way, I, 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 I kind of have an apartment now, so yeah, I can't really go to Canada. <laughs> For at least a year. Exactly. And once again, we're like 45 minutes from the Canadian border. So, you know, uh, we're, we're damn near Canada anyway. We got Tim Hortons around us. Exactly. Okay. So now the first two letters, you know, uh, you know, short, sweet, you know, nothing really too damaging. And then we, here we go. This one. And it's just the, the subject line is just dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Dude. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> Chris, you are truly pathetic. I can't believe that. You're admitting that you asked your boss for a pay advance to buy shit for your hobby. You do not make money from your podcast or playing around at Comic-Con making believe to be a reporter. Dude, you're pathetic. You bought a camera and sound equipment. Now you're talking about buying an outfit so you don't have to wear something that you did before. Do you think anyone notices the clothes that you wear when you are quote-unquote working at your hobby? Believe me, Chris. No one notices anything about you other than your extreme obesity, your horrific beard, and your wandering eye. Dude, <sighs> dude, get a grip. You should be working on your real job during Comic-Con other than playing a damn reporter. At least Paul generates some sort of types of benefits and perks, etc. from his hobby. Damn, dude. Sent from my iPod. So, uh, sent from my iPhone. So... <laughs> and it is kind of funny that I was talking, but money towards the websites, money towards buttons, uh, you know. For, for First of all, Oscar, do you know that you can comment on SoundCloud? This is a plug, by the way. <laughs> you can actually comment on SoundCloud, so I, I would do that if I were you, because that would be even more hilarious if it was on fucking SoundCloud. Uh, second, um, I'm kind of glad that Chris got a camera because when he goes to New York Comic Con and does this little hobby that he likes to do, it makes it a lot easier on me to put up an interview. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> I hate to say it, but that's the truth. Well, I mean, the camera so, that I had before, I mean, I had the camera ancient. was the camera was top of the line like in 2002. So <laughs> You know, ancient and and don't be wrong it's a it's not it's not a bad camera it's just it's it's ancient and you know and it's like it's not even like hd or anything like that but mm-hmm. and nowadays you could up you could upscale video to hd in your editing program um and once again it's not like we're shooting fucking you know like action scenes or standing with two people standing in front of like a background that says new york comic-con um but yeah, I got a much nicer camera. And the whole thing is that, like, you know, I do enjoy taking pictures. I do enjoy, you know, I would, you know, I'm obviously a very big fan of Kevin Smith. Like, you know, you use these cameras and make some sort of independent film or, or, or just like a short or something like that. Something to kind of like get my directing, get my directing juices out of me or something like that. You know, I want to, you know, I would like to direct a movie, write and direct a movie. So, you know, getting a nicer camera, getting something where you can take cinematic shots. And, you know, I've been posting pictures on, on Facebook, uh, uh, pictures that I've been taking with the camera. It takes beautiful fucking photos. And once again, I'm, I'm taking it to Comic-Con where, you know, you're, you're, you have giant fluorescent lights, and and it's just two people standing in front of a, a, a static background. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, I w- it was sort of a gift to myself. You know, I I think I deserve to get myself something nice. You know, getting a, a nice camera where I get it's sort of a and okay, yeah, it's a hobby. And and look, I don't go on vacation. This is my vacation. You know, some people go and they blow all this fucking money going to Universal Studios or Disney World or something like that. Going to Comic Con's my vacation. So if I take two days off from work and and I spend a couple bucks, you know, what people would spend on a hotel room down in whatever 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 city Florida and you know that Disneyland is Disney World is in, you know, I'm I'm blowing on a fucking bullshit camera <laughs> and uh, and the recording equipment, you know, and it's nice the recorder I got. Like you know, if I ever decide to, uh, like if I really want, it's different because obviously you know we do this podcast over Skype. Uh, but like if if we were ever to like record in the same room again, uh, this thing you plug in two regular microphones in, and it's a it's a full on recorder, and it has built in microphones. It's not the Zoom. The Zoom is like the the industry standard one that everyone, like all the big wigs have. I got one. It's called the Tascam 40X, and it's sort of like you know, it's it's the it's the Pepsi to the Zoom's uh, Coca Cola. You know what I'm saying? It, it's not the best. It's second best. But a dude, it's fucking nice, and I've been playing around with it. You know, I you know I have the two microphones and you know testing it out, playing with the options and stuff like that. So it's a pretty nice, decent piece of equipment. So you know, if we ever were to go somewhere, I don't have to break out the fucking laptop and start recording people. I could put I could put all you know the thing looks like the the the, the Tascam recorder is like the size of like a walkie-talkie, you know. And then you get two microphones and two microphone stands, or if you know if you're if you're <clears throat> in a position where you know you could have the, the people just hold the microphone like. And that's what my plan is. I have the recorder so we can have microphones for us to hold and for the person we're interviewing to hold. So I'm not like reaching over somebody with my with my arm, you know, exactly. recording. And they have their own microphone. And then plus, you know, the the microphone that comes on the camera isn't the greatest microphone in the world. So um, that recorder will get better audio. And then you sync it up with the video taken by the camera. And uh, and you're good to go. So, uh, you know, if we ever decide, you know, if I ever decide to, to make the podcast a more portable thing, I don't have to worry about bringing my laptop with me where I'm worried about where am I going to plug it in? Where am I going to do this and this and that? You know, this, you know, it runs on batteries if I want. You know, it runs, I could hook it up to a... Uh, one of those, um, you know, external USB, uh, you know, like the thing you use to charge your phone, like when you're not around, you know, the, the, the power packs. Yeah. So, you know, if I wanted to, I can, I get, to, I could plug it to that if I run out of batteries, you know. So, and it's a nice recorder. Let's, let's just, let's just say what it is. 
Chris just wants to do more vlogs. It's fine. We yeah, I, yeah, I want to do more vlogs, and and that's that's another that's another thing is is just gearing up for Comic Con. I've had vlogs that have been sitting on my computer for months because I keep forgetting to upload them. So you could go on YouTube and check out my Stranger vlogs. I just released episode forty five. By the time we're recording this, I released episode forty five last night. I have episode forty six that I still have to edit uh, and stuff like that. So yeah, I want. Of course, I want to do vlogs. You know. Um, Oh, yeah, okay, I'm not the most handsomest guy in the world, but, you know, I... I, I That's for sure. <laughs> I like doing the Stranger Vlogs, you know? And and, and there's there's programs you can use where you can turn your camera into a, a, a streaming device, you know? I'd like to be like a, a YouTube personality. I'd like to be one of those people that, you know... I mean, of course, the podcast will always be my baby, but I want to do videos, too. You know, I want to, you know, I want to diversify my <laughs> my portfolio. Uh, you know, I think I have enough personality to do it. So, you know, do like, uh, you know, gaming videos and streaming gaming videos or something like that or i don't know we'll figure it out you know i've been doing this for seven years so why stop now um so that's that's a little love from oscar and once again as we are gearing up for new york comic wait 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 is that what you call love <laughs> that's that look it takes a special kind of energy to tell someone how much you hate them. I'd rather be hated than ignored. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> I'd rather be hated than ignored. If, if you ignore me, then you really don't give a shit. If you take the time and energy to tell me how much you hate me, I, there's a connection there. <laughs> that sounds like some... Like, I've been an abusive, I, you know, I've been the, the fucking beaten one in fucking relationships and shit. You know, he loves me, you know, he hits me, but he loves me. Oh um, my God. <laughs> I bet, I bet Chris would be like, abuse me. Anyways. <laughs> I like the pain. <clears throat> All right. So, uh, speaking of pain. Oh my God. Yeah. Speaking, speaking of, wait a minute, wait a minute. Before we get into any nerdy things, I think I need to harass Chris because I came up with a brilliant idea. Mm-hmm. I was actually trying to do this with Darrell at one point, but because he's a little pussy, um, <laughs> I think that we should do a uh, date Chris Cologne. A, a date Chris Cologne. Oh yeah, uh, a search for a girl for Chris Cologne. That's what I think we should do. Well, we definitely have to expand our our listener base because as as much as I love our audience, <laughs> it's a sauce. Oh, don't tell me that there's some girls on here that don't listen to you and go, hmm, maybe I want Chris. Well, hmm? there's also nobody like nobody local. <laughs> our, of our, of our female, you don't listeners. know that. I, I, gu- I guarantee you, there's some creepers that want your ass. <laughs> I mean, if there are if there are female listeners, I mean, feel once again, two strangers will podcast at gmail dot com. Um, no, 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 no. We're, we're not we're not doing that. No, no, no. Email me paulbiscrillo at tunamifaithful dot com, and I will find. And you can tell me if you want to date Chris, and and just vet these girls. Do a little homework. I don't want to be fucking I might, catfish, brother. I might. I'm, I'm just might, saying, is, you know, I don't want some fucking. I don't want Oscar trying to fucking, uh, you know, punk me or some shit. <laughs> Oh, you no, know, no, no. It wouldn't be anything like that. No, 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 no. You know, the Jamie Kennedy experiment. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to get catfished. So if you're going to do something like that, and ladies, if you're going to write Paul, Paul, do, do me a favor. Do five minutes of freaking investigation. You know, for me to do Possibly. Who's, who's bigger than me. And... <laughs> hey, what's up? I'm, I'm Stacy. Oh, shit. <laughs> yep. No, that actually sounds like a good idea. I think I'm going to do that anyways. <laughs> So, ladies, you heard you, you heard the guy. You know, if, if I handed you a button at New York Comic Con, and you know, you thought I was kind of cute, uh, and you know, if because most of those people come from New York City, you know, I don't. I mean, there's people like us. People like, I mean, once again, New York City is my hometown. That's where I was born and raised, where I still have family. Uh, you know, I would have a long distance relationship with someone in New York City. Oh God, Chris, you just <laughs> went way too far with this already. Jesus Christ. 
Well, uh, you know, look, I mean, that's my end game. Look, I, as much as I've grown up in Rochester, not grown up, I grew up in New York City. Listen, listen, Chris, I've lived in Rochester for the Chris, past 10 years, but, you know, Chris, what? I'm trying to get you late. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> let me work here, okay? Let me work. As, okay. as, uh, as Chico Bean would say, let me work here, okay? Let me work. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Anyways. But, uh, so, yeah, so I was. So getting ready to go to New York Comic Con, and of course, you know, speaking of going to New York, there's that six hour drive. So I, I had a, I had a car stereo that I bought like two Black Fridays ago that's been sitting in my stuff. And I was like, all right, now is going to be the time for me to, you know, I had some time to myself. I said, let me go install it. I go install it. Nothing. And, and actually, I think I blew the fuse on it because like smoke came out of the back and the fuse was, there was a fuse in it and the fuse fucking burnt out. And I was like, because the car that I have now isn't an American car. And I've installed the car stereos on cars before. And it's a shitty car. <laughs> and I must have the wires, the colors of the wire. And plus it's an old car. The wires weren't the traditional colors that I'm used to dealing with. They weren't, they didn't match up the colors that were, and I, I like I went online, I could not even find um, the wiring diagram because usually stuff like that, you go, and, and now after the fact, I learned that there are adapters that you can buy. I mean, they cost like 25 bucks, but you know, where you can plug in one plug into the other, you know, I'm, I, I maybe call me old school. I'm an old man. I'm 42. You know, where if you wanted a new stereo in a car, you cut the wires and you just added it to the new adapter or whatever. So that's what I did. So it was like this cheapy $20 Bluetooth radio. And I'm like, oh, shit, I burnt I burnt this one out. And I got it from Walmart. So uh, I, I must have got it cheaper on Black Friday. But then I go back to Walmart and I'm like, all right, I'll get a second one. I tried to install the second one. The second one's not fucking working. But now this time the wires, you know, I hope. Wait, wait, wait. Let, let's go back for a minute. Uh-huh. You bought it from where? Walmart. <laughs> That's your problem. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, and once again, it's a it's an old car. It's, a, it's not the greatest car in the world. I don't even I won't be driving it by this time next year. You know, I'm not going to buy a new I'm not going to buy a nice car stereo for it. And then like I even went to the car like, you know, I'm halfway decent with electronics and stuff like that. I brought my multimeter into the car like I found the wire because, like, you know, there is one wire that is constantly live because that's the wire that like keeps your clock running and keeps like your predetermined stations your preset stations and the and then there's the other wire that actually sends oh, electricity to the uh, days <laughs> i remember know. those days what when what? i uh would go to best buy buy a radio and have them install it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean that's the whole thing and so you know and i found the wire that you know that when you turn on the switch um the speakers you know those that those are pretty those are easy to figure out though but the second the second radio didn't fucking work and luckily as of tonight i had to buy a third one and i and i actually and like the the original two were like this company called duel or some shit like that and so uh, look i had no fucking luck with them i bought a pioneer one for like 50 bucks or 55 bucks and i installed it tonight worked right out of the fucking box you know so you know because i wanted it to i wanted it to have bluetooth because once again this is an old car that i have um and i was working with the uh the fm transmitter which the fm transmitters work fine in rochester because we don't have a million radio stations when you go down to new york city there's so many radio stations that the fm transmitters don't work you know you can't find a, an empty uh band to, to to play your music on so i saw my bluetooth so at least i have my i restored faith in myself like i thought at first i was like, I was like what the fuck maybe i don't know what the hell i'm doing but it wasn't me it was this shitty fucking radios uh so i got a new Got a new stereo for the car, so I have you know to keep myself awake as I'm making that long trip to New York City. And uh, you never want to make that trip from New York City with him. Oh my God! What? <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm trying to sleep in the car, and all of, all I'm hearing is, din, 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 and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, well, I need my music because if 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 I don't have the heavy metal blasting, I'm gonna, you know, I want to make it in six hours. I don't want to if I don't have to stop and sleep, you know, <laughs> you know, I'm amped up on caffeine and heavy metal. I need to get to the city. I, I apologize to my passengers, but you know, I need. <laughs> No, you don't. And it's against, it's against the law. You can't uh, you can't drive with headphones on. I think you can, you I think you can have one earbud, in, but it's against the law to drive with headphones. Which is weird because deaf people get their license all the time. So because uh, that happened to Jen, I think Jen was driving with her kid, and she was she had headphones on, and a cop pulled her over and gave her a ticket. And you know, but once again, you know, when you're in the car, when you're like, in, you know, she was coming from like Buffalo, and like you're on the fucking highway in the middle of the night. There's no, you know, what is there to pay attention to? What, what are you gonna listen out for? You know, anything, anything. You're more worried about shit you know deer and shit jumping out of the fucking bushes and anything you could listen to but uh all right so let's see today as we're recording this it's almost a couple minutes to midnight but as we're recording this it is international podcast day um and i, I posted that on facebook and then once again a fan chris mount said uh today should be national fapping day or which uh, i'm trying to think what would be national fapping day <laughs> i think it would be what uh, the day after valentine's day <laughs> <laughs> or or actually valentine's uh, or i mean you know in honor of me you could make it june the 14th on my birthday you know if you wanted to have an actual national fapping day um i mean i don't know is there a national fapping day i don't know about you sometimes Jesus Christ. <laughs> let, me, let me google that because maybe it is and i just didn't know it and i thought listen this like is a- the reason people were doing a date chris cologne because chris really needs to fucking get laid Okay, and actually, according to okay, well, it's UrbanDictionary.com, May twenty eighth is National Fat Day. Uh, you you should see what I'm doing right May now. May twenty eighth. I'm shaking my fucking head at you right now. <laughs> oh, this I mean, I, I googled it real quick, and it's according to Urban Dictionary, uh, May twenty eighth is National Fapping Day. I mean, you know, if I die, once I die, you want to make National Fapping Day June fourteenth my birthday? I'll be more than happy with that. Um, so uh, throwing that out there. Uh sort of sad news you know people who listen to the show know that i am a big fan of uh the band metallica you know of my of all my tattoos i think i have like seven metallica related tattoos uh james hetfield the lead singer went into rehab uh recently and they had had which i mean uh, they had recorded recently in september they had recorded uh, remember years ago back in i believe it was 1999 they recorded a uh an album with the san francisco symphony mm-hmm. it, was, it was called snm like you know symphony and metallica um so they were doing snm part two because once again with this uh being the t- it's the 20 year anniversary uh they did a snm two and they i, I was i thought they were record i thought because they were going to do a, a perform they're they're putting that performance out in theater and i I thought they were going to do it live and it's happening later on in October when they're going to play it live. It's like a fathom events thing. Um, but, but I, I, it turns out I did a little homework and they actually recorded it back in September. So I'm pretty sure the fathom events thing is still going on, but you know, it just, you know, just goes to show, you know, all the money and all the fame and all the, you know, millions of fans or whatever, just can't fucking fill that hole. And some people were, you know, drugs and alcohol, and, you know, life on the road is fucking rough. And, you know, every night's a party when you're doing, you're in a band like Metallica, you know, uh, people want to hang out with you. They want to do drugs with you. They want to drink with you and stuff like that. You know, it's a, you know, stuff like that's usually a social, a social thing. And then unfortunately there are people who, you know, they don't know when the party stops and goes out. So, you know, and of course, yes, I know there, there are real people out there who aren't millionaires who struggle with addiction every day. Uh, but you know, I just, I feel bad because you know, I'm a big fan of James Hetfield. 
and it you know really bugs me that um you know uh, he's he's back in rehab but uh, at least he's in rehab and he's getting the help that he needs um once again and, and and we won't get deep into this but uh like i said we are not fans of donald trump uh and an Os- oscar's letter saying trump will win 2020 well they have uh officially started impeachment on 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 donald trump for the whistleblower uh saying uh that donald trump was on the line with the the head of the Ukraine and asked if they could dig up dirt on Joe Biden. And it's so weird because remember like, uh, when, when Donald Trump said that thing where he, he was acting like he was being sarcastic. You know, if they could find the, the emails from Hillary, Russia, if you're listening, you know, and now he's doing that on the fucking line, which, you know, I mean, I never, I, it, it never occurred to me that when the president makes a phone call, there's other people listening on the phone call. And of course that makes sense because, you know, there's a bunch of agencies and stuff like that. And there's, there's yeah, of course those, those lines would probably be monitored and stuff like that. He's the fucking president. He's talking and I'm pretty sure there's archivists and, you know, and with all these fucking, but then again, the guy says, you know, <laughs> he says shit, you know, on Twitter, crazy shit on Twitter. So why would, how's that any different from him talking to a leader from another country? And I'm sorry. Sorry, I won't make this into a political thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, what, what happened to we're not going to do political? I told Paul we're not going to make a political. But you know, I mean, for him to tell the leader of the Ukraine, and let's be honest here, Ukraine is just Russia light. <laughs> Ukraine is Ukraine is the Canada to, to Russia's United States. You know, saying it's pretty much the same fucking place. All right, all right. All let right. me let me get my two cents in here quickly, <laughs> Mister. I'm not going to do any politics. Oh, yeah, I was like, let's not do too much politics Bullshit. this episode. Um. So I've come up with two theories. Either A, Donald Trump's really that stupid, or B, he's trying to get fired. Like, well, no, 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 I'm sorry. Let let me take that back. So the first theory, in all seriousness, the first theory is that he really thinks that Biden is the biggest threat to him. So that's why he's trying to get dirt on him. Mm -hmm. He's been trying to get dirt on him since he got elected. It's really weird. Like, and Biden wasn't even in the picture until like, what, April this year? So it's like, I get that you were scared of Biden, but you know, you know, it's going to be really funny, Chris, because here's the thing. Even if, even if Biden say doesn't get the nomination, if Biden ends up being one of the reasons why he gets impeached, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm honestly like, I'm, I'm good because anything except Donald Trump will be better. Now I, I know people have problems with, with Pence. I get it. But at this point, dude, like, <laughs> At least Pence isn't a moron. That's all I got to say about that. But so it's either it's either a he was he really thinks that Biden's going to beat him in a race. And I think he would. Honestly, I think he would take back a lot of states that Trump won. And um, or number two, he he just wants to get fired. I think he wants to get fired, dude, at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't I, I think this is just him pushing the envelope. And, and my theory all along has always been that he's doing this because number one he thinks it's a tv show but number two i also think deep down somewhere and this could be the real theory is that he's just trying to expose what a president could do with the power that they have think about maybe he got into he got in 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 over his head he thought it was going to be figurehead you know let everyone else do the job for him he just you know delegates responsibility and then no he wanted (laughs) to be able he wanted to be able to be that that guy that you know not, not only leads but is controversial and he found out he couldn't do it, so he lashed out. Mm-hmm. And now he's in he's in really deep shit. <laughs> and I mean, when 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 the what is it? The Senate Majority Leader says if a case from the house, if a case of impeachment comes from the House to the Senate, we will take it up. That tells you something. Oh yeah. So that's a clear message ac- right straight across Trump's bow. Like, dude, you fucked up. I'm not gonna be a part of this shit. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I, and I love I love these. It, it, it's always it, it's funny because you look at the polls and then you look at how some of these news anchors on Fox and these are all from Fox. Whenever you see a poll from Fox News and you see a, um, these anchors go after these these other Republicans that are trying to defend Trump. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, no, 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 we're asking you a question. Answer my, answer my question. And they can't answer the question. I'm just sitting there going, holy shit, Fox News is fucking actually digging in <laughs> on these guys. Like, that tells you that Chris, that, that Trump fucked up, Chris. Yeah. He fucked up bad. But I don't, you know, I, I don't want to go too far into it. I just yeah. wanted to make sure that, you know, Mr. New politics. Yeah. I was like, yeah, let's not do politics for an episode. And then, okay. So my next story is slightly political, but not really. And it was just, I watched the new Jeff Dunham special on Netflix. And, uh, so, you know, and, and the whole thing is that like, you know, so far of, of the things we do have planned for, for Comic Con, uh, Netflix has, you know, we have a couple things lined up with Netflix. Interview wise, and um, so the uh, but you know, and, and this is not. I, I love Netflix. I watch it every day. Um, the the, uh, the but the new Jeff Dunham special. Obviously, Jeff Dunham has a huge you know in the Venn diagram of you know people who like Jeff Dunham and people who like Donald Trump. <laughs> those damn near overlap each other. Um, so he has he has one character that is like the puppet is the you know Jeff Dunham has you know the the jalapeno on a stick and he has the oh, the purple monkey thing and uh so and you know and he has the 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 dead terrorist which is you know the skeleton oh, shut up i shall kill you you know which you know the trump supporters love that shit and um so he has a he had a new puppet for the special as a guy who is donald trump's you know like a like a person in the office that's sort of like you know a helper in the office i, you know, I forgot exactly what the word they advisor that's what, like an advisor in the office and then he goes so that the puppet goes Donald Donald Trump is the best president America ever had. And the fucking crowd goes nuts. And, you know, people seriously cheering this shit. And then, of course, you know, then he twists into a joke and he goes, well, where'd you hear that? And he goes, that's exactly what Donald Trump told me to say. Or something. So, I mean, they made it to a joke, but for him, you know, for the puppets to say that and for that kind of fucking pop from the audience, for that kind of shit, you know. And then he gets to the part, you know, this is the same guy who has the Jose, the jalapeno pepper on a stick, on a stick, you know, that, that, that guy. And yeah. now the fun, what kills me is that years and years and years ago, and I'm talking about the mid nineties, I remember, I remember Jeff Dunham and I remember he had that. There was a time where a couple of friends of mine, like we had seen that on a stick thing. And for whatever reason, when you're a teenager, you know, like when you get into those fucking like heavy duty laughing fits, like you're laughing for like 20 minutes 20 minutes straight or whatever and a lot of it had to do with the jalapeno on a stick or whatever um you know of course 20 years ago it was a, it was a different age and different time and we weren't laughing and you know and the guys that we were all laughing you know it was my when i my best friend who was puerto rican and our third friend who was dominican so it wasn't like we were laughing at like a like a racial thing uh, you know the on a stick is funny um but in today's climate <laughs> as things change you know in this room full of trump supporters you know some would say that you know that character is offensive to Mexicans, and so he goes and he's like in this and he he kind of brings it up he goes in this climate i don't know if i should bring out jose the jalapeno pepper on a stick and so then you know the fucking purple monkey character goes let's take a vote you know who doesn't want to see jose the jalapeno pepper and nobody cla- you know and he goes who wants to see it and the fucking place goes nuts <clears throat> so of course a room full of trump supporters wants to see this you know offensively stereotypical version of it. Uh, and I, and I, once again, I don't think it's Jeff Dunham. He's not like he's really, he's not doing it to be hurtful or anything like that. But it's so funny. And then like, it's so funny that they use the word vote 
<laughs> let's take a vote to bring out you know because donald trump didn't win the fucking popular vote and then for them to bring out the the jalapeno pepper on a stick which is something that i love and has a special place in my heart you know once again climates have changed and bringing out that character in front of a bunch of trump supporters is is kind of it's very fucking skewed and and he brought out the jalapeno pepper he didn't do he didn't do any political comedy with that character he didn't you know he just did a couple jokes because he's a puppet he's a puppet guy and he does puppet jokes and then he put it away real quick so at least he's he was smart enough to go okay let me give the crowd what they want he had the jalapeno pepper out for like five minutes and then put it away but it just you know to hear the pop from the crowd when he goes you know donald trump's the best president in the world or you know it just shows you that yeah he might win in 2020 because there are people who want him to fucking win and it's sad but let's not go deep into politics um the area 51 yeah person i didn't want to go deep into politics We'll give the show about five minutes for politics. Um, the Area oh, 51 raid, the we can't, they can't stop us all raid happened, and nothing happened. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was just a couple thousand people. Yeah, just a couple people showing up. You know, uh, you know the one kid who did the Naruto run behind the behind the reporter. Uh, you know that was good for a laugh. Um, you know, I mean, I guess you know, thank God nobody got hurt, nobody got shot, nobody got killed. <laughs> you know, because I, you know, part of me was like, holy shit, if you know these people take us seriously, and you're talking about an attack on a on a government building, somebody's gonna fucking die. So at least people were, had common sense enough where um, they didn't do anything stupid enough to get themselves killed. Well, yeah. that's because. I mean, if you if you saw like a lot of the um, a lot of the like the police and the army that were there, they were coming out and actually having like conversations with the people that were there. So yeah. it was like they were all kind of just like, listen, let's not fuck this up. Yeah. <laughs> let's not have some kind of fucking shit show here, okay? Just yeah. let's let's just do this the right way, okay? And besides, we already moved the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. You'll get people. The aliens have been moved (laughs) to our other place under that airport in Colorado. Um, but uh, <laughs> that's a whole other conspiracy theory. Um, well, that's a, I mean, and it's not. And trust me, I don't believe it's conspiracy theories. But I watched this. I I got sucked into this whole special about the this. comments of Chris Cologne do not necessarily. <laughs> and it was hosted by Jesse the Body Ventura, which was, was like a oh, super fucking nuts. And it was yeah. about this airport in Colorado where there's like allegedly there's this whole complex under the airport. Now, of course, it's Colorado. It's like the mile high. You know, isn't Denver called like the Mile High City or some shit like that? And mm-hmm. allegedly, the, it goes like, why is this airport so high? Because it's in a fucking city that's a mile above fucking sea level, whatever. But the the, the conspiracy is, is that there's a big complex under the airport because if the fucking, you know, you know, nuclear war starts, the alien invasion, whatever, that's where all the world leaders are going to go. Like, you know, and, and, and they're going to get to that airport and that's, you know, under that airport is like the complex where, you know, the people that are going to repopulate, repopulate the earth, you know, the ark. <laughs> what movie was that where they had it called the ark or whatever, where, you know, the, <laughs> all the people who go to a place like, you know, was it like day after tomorrow or some shit like that? Like, yeah. It was, you know, all the people that are, that when the world is coming to an end in our last hours, people, you know, People, the powerful people who have already purchased their tickets will be going to that particular airport to go under the airport, you know, to live out, you know, the next couple decades. And then, you know, then, you know, 40, 30 years down the line, when all the nuclear fallout is has cleared, you know, the gates will open and they'll repopulate what's left over. So <laughs> and I, it's one of those deals. I mean, if, I don't believe it. But, you know, for some reason, I ended up watching like the whole fucking hour. You know, I, I documentary is not the right word, but, you know, one of those conspiracy theory shows. And uh, I think with that, we'll be back with more Dick and Fartchin. We hope. 
This episode of Two Strangers, One Podcast is brought to you by Comics Etc., 1115 East Main and North Goodman at the Hungerford Building, door number 8. Find out more information at comicsetc.biz or like them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash comicsetc1. Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Ah, necrophilia. Ah, ah, ah. It's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this. No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, prudes. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in it. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. Oh, I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get it's out of. It's unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this movie. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you shouldn't be. I'm not entirely sure even 17-year-olds should be watching this movie. Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything that kept Little history up. doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you you know, couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped watching this shit at 12 years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was How be did a rough you watch movie. this shit at 12? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. And we're back. All right, Paul, since the last episode, now we have tons and tons and tons of nerdy news, incredible news, wonderful fucking news. Um, Spider-Man's back? Spider-Man's back, which is so weird because like we were literally talking about this two episodes ago, so about a month ago... He was gone. Luckily, like, it's not like, you know, luckily this reconciliation didn't happen. After, like, like you know, Sony didn't go out and make, like, a really bad Spider-Man movie that no one gave a shit about. You know, luckily they didn't do something stupid like reboot the franchise. So he's back, but he it feels like he never left. You know what I'm saying? And, it, like, I'm glad. Don't get me wrong. I'm fucking glad he's back. But it's sort of like, you know, <laughs> it's like, you ever have, like, one of those deals, like, you know, like, like if you live with somebody, whatever, like, you're sleeping and they leave and they come back and they got back and you're still sleeping. <laughs> And then you wake up and like, oh, I'm back. And like, I never knew you fucking left. <laughs> so so that's, it feels like that with Spider-Man. Like, you know, I'm glad he's here. I'm glad he's home. You know, Spide- You know, our highest rated episode of this podcast ever was the Spidey Come Home episode. And I don't know yes, if this Yes, you told us every single time. I'm just saying that Spider-Man has a special place in my heart. He's always had a special place in my heart. It was my first comic book. And, uh, you know, I'm glad he's back with Sony. I'm glad, I mean, I'm glad he's, you know, Sony's working with Disney. That That's a very smart move on their behalf. Uh, you know, it, it's going to continue on with, this, with the connected <clears throat> universes, the shared universes, whatever. And, 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 you know, Sony would only be shooting themselves in the foot uh, to do otherwise. Um, so they haven't the, the, the rumor was is what that Sony said instead of making it. You know, fifty fifty. It was going to be thirty seventy. Uh, would would Disney getting the thirty and and Sony getting the seventy? I mean, I, that wasn't confirmed. That was the last rumor I heard. I don't. I, I once again just totally uh. Throwing there's it up in the there's air. a lot of rumors going around. I've heard that it's definitely there's definitely a third one. 
Oh, you know, yeah, th- th- yeah, that that was like confirmed in like mm-hmm. Variety magazine. But as for as per what the percentages are, because remember originally it was there, you know, is there supposed to be one more or two more though? Because I've heard that there's supposed to be two more. I know there's definitely one, more. and mm. quite frankly, as much as I love all these movies, I only want one more. You know, and of course, you know, Sony also really wants to push its other. You know, they're they're making the Morbius with uh, Jared Leto. You mm-hmm. know, they they've expressed plenty of times that well they have morbius coming up they have venom 2 coming up and, and those are like all, all pretty much confirmed but you know then the rumor was they want to do a sinister six movie you know um <laughs> so uh, or you know and things of that nature you know of course they want to keep the they want to keep i mean they did into the spider-verse by themselves and, and without any kind of disney involvement but you know why why poison the water why poison the well um if you know with with disney you know, if they decide to do another, oh, the that's what it is. That's what it is. He's um, he, there's one more movie with Spider-Man, but then he's also supposed to. I guess he's also involved in one more crossover movie with them as well. Is what I've heard. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so. it's yeah. I mean, uh, my my point being is, I I want one more Spider-Man movie. Of course, uh, I want ten more Spider-Man movies. But I mean, you know, the, this has to be a trilogy. <laughs> you know the rule of threes mm-hmm. this has to be a fucking trilogy so far you know everybody well i mean other than you know black panther and, and doctor strange and, and ant-man you know all the other characters well and <laughs> what am i saying there's a bunch of people who haven't gotten trilogies but i'm just saying the original avengers everyone got their trilogy you know and 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 look even thor is getting a fourth one and and but i want it i want at least one more we need mm. some sort of closure you can't you can't leave this movie you can't leave the movie on that kind of uh cliffhanger and not give us what we want well there's there is a fan rumor and i take it with a grain of sand but they kind of said that <clears throat> the one thing they want to try to do is bring is um, possibly use Daredevil as his lawyer, like maybe have him as the lawyer, like defending him and everything, mm-hmm. which I think is, which I think would be awesome if it they could awesome, use. But I think Netflix still has, and that's, that'll get to another story we have in a minute. But I think Netflix still has that iron grip on on its characters. Like those characters can't be anywhere else on but on Netflix for at least another two years or something like that. You know, and then I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, they, I'm pretty sure if you cut Netflix a fat check, <laughs> but you know, the, those characters belong to Netflix for at least the next. And once again, I'm just throwing a number out there. I want to say two years or so, but it's it's going to be a while. And I don't think we're going to wait for a Spider-Man movie for you know. Now that that can help us lead into the next story. Um, Disney. I mean, now of course the Netflix contract is something that it, that happened before, and I guess they still have to honor it. But uh, Disney has pretty much got all its TV shows back. And that includes like Runaways on ABC or whatever the fuck. I forgot the name of the Freeform. Yes. Yeah. The Freeform and Cloak and Dagger. And there's a couple other shows on, on there's one on Hulu. And so, um, but I think what that's saying is that once again, and is you know, we just have to wait out the fucking Netflix contract that, you know, once, once Netflix no longer has, those characters or can no longer legally claim those characters anymore you know we might see charlie charlie <coughs> what's his name charlie dunham i forgot the, the guy who played uh daredevil you know he can you know come back we can see jessica jones we can see luke cage we can see iron fist we can see the punisher uh in proper uh marvel movies you know yep. and so or other shows or you know I don't know if they're going to reboot though. Not re- reboot's not the word. I don't think they're going to continue those shows because that might have some, some, you know, something to do with Netflix. But, you know, I'd be more than happy to have, you know, the same way like you can't have the, the Hulk will never have his own movie. 
But I'll be more than happy. You want to have a movie with Luke Cage and, and Daredevil in like most of the movie, but you know, they're not the main stars, but they're tagging along with fucking, or, or, uh, like, you know, bring them to Disney Plus, where you have like Luke Cage and Daredevil hanging out with fucking, you know, uh, Winter Soldier and, and, and Falcon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That shit, take my money. Uh, you know, so I'm, well, I'm just, that. I'm just waiting for, <clears throat> I'm just waiting for them to do the whole Spider-Verse thing in in the next Spider-Man. I, I really, really hope they do that because I think that would be completely – that would just be awesome, honestly. And especially if they're going to set up Doctor Strange where he breaks the multiverse kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's just going to – that's going to make things so awesome. I mean, having Tobey Maguire – Oh God, I'm having a nerdgasm as we speak. Um, <laughs> like seriously though, like that would make so much sense in a storyline because you know Peter's like, oh, I'm down on my shit and whatever, and then he comes in and he's just like, dude, you think your life is bad? This <laughs> shit happened to me. I was walking down the fucking looking like a douchebag. <laughs> so, <laughs> gotcha. Um, so okay, and then so Marvel's getting his shows back. Uh, Spider-Man's coming back, and yep. then Disney, you know, once again Disney owning all these properties and. You know, the, I mean, of course, you know, it's like the people are like, oh, Chris, you're a shill, you're a shill. Fine, I'm a shill. As long as these people keep putting out good shit. Um, Disney has decided to give Kevin Feige, the architect of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, they're giving him a Star Wars movie. And now when I say yeah. they're giving him a Star Wars movie, I think this is one of those deals where... I think they want to give him a movie and then see where it goes from there. Yeah, and, I, I was... You know, saying like, no, like, you know, with the anticipation of, <laughs> look, you know, here's your chance. If you do this right, you'll, you'll do the next 10 years of Star Wars movies, you know, and hopefully the magic that you captured with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you can recapture with Star Wars because, you know, they've seemed to, you know, they seem to have like really dropped the ball with the Star Wars movies. I mean, you know, and I, I, you know, and my big beef, you know, I've said it once. I said, you know, I fucking hated the Last Jedi. I actually liked Solo, and I think Solo suffered because of the backlash from the Last Jedi. That's why Solo never didn't get the love that it deserved. Uh, I still think that, dude. Like, we could spend we could spend a half an hour talking about it, but basically, I don't think it had anything to do with that yeah, more and, than and, it had the dude bros not liking Ray being in charge. And, you know, they you know they feel like it's a forced, it's well, a forced. Uh, you know, here's a you know, here's a girl. She's a, she has powers and and she's a Mary Sue and all that shit. You know, there there was a backlash from that from the first one. Not to mention that it felt very much like a, a reboot. Which you know, for some people, that's a good thing because like, oh, that's what I fell in love with the first time. Why can't I fall in love with the second time? But then there's also like, you know, there's there's people like, you know, you know, if you're gonna continue the story, continue the goddamn story and and give us something new and fresh, you know. And then they then the the backlash went so far where then then Ryan they gave Ryan Johnson a movie going, okay, people want something fresh. Let's give them something so fresh they're never gonna they're not gonna fucking recognize it, <laughs> you know. Because yes, he gave us a movie that you know uh, suspended the. the didn't follow expectations, but he gave us a movie that didn't feel like a Star Wars movie. Mm -hmm. um, so, um, you know, I, I, you know, J.J. Abrams is going to do what he can to write the ship with Episode Nine, and I have faith in J.J. Abrams. Um, <clears throat> but giving fucking Kevin Feige a Star Wars movie, and once again, I think this is one of those deals where, I, like, if it does well, I think here you go, here's the next twenty fucking Star Wars, movie. and you know, and do like what they did with the Marvel universe, give different directors different, you know. You know, you could have you can have a heist movie in the Star Wars universe. That's what Solo was. Solo was a heist movie. You can have, for the lack of a better term, a horror movie or something that's a little more spiritual or a straight up comedy. You can have all these different movies that all kind of exist in the same universe, but <clears throat> Kevin Feige's steering the ship. He's making sure all these pieces play well with each other. And and you know, 
and what's it? I I just want to see the universe advance. I'm t- I'm sick and tired of movies that oh this takes place between uh you know the the tr- for the prequel trilogy and the original trilogy. Oh this takes place between uh you know episode two and episode three. And this ta- oh this takes place you know after three but before two. It's like <sighs> I want to see a future of the universe. I want to see where these characters are going. You know I you know as much as you know I think you know the 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 rumor is right now the guys who did Game of Thrones are going to do Knights of the Old Republic. And I know there's fans from Knights of the Old Republic. I played the games and I understand that. But, you know, I'm tired of fucking prequels. I, let's continue on this fucking universe. Let's see where the future brings us. There's plenty of places you can go. you got a million characters. Not everyone has to be related to Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and you can give us wonderful, beautiful characters that exist in the same fucking universe. So, um... Uh, and I think Kevin Feige is going to give that to us. He's going to give us, you know, I mean, they haven't said what he's going to, you know, I don't think he's going to, he's, I don't think he's going to do a, uh, I think what he's going to do is going to take place after episode nine, which I'd love to see where he takes it, you know, and it doesn't have to be with Ray. It doesn't have to be with Kylo Ren. Of course, Kylo Ren will probably be involved, you know, cause since he's still like the main bad guy, or maybe he flips and he turns good, you know, but at least, you know, we'll, he'll, you know, I obviously Kevin Feige gave us 10 plus good years of, of, of good Marvel movies, you know, a couple, couple not so great ones in the middle here and there but for the lack of a better term i heard that far paul (laughs) you know but you know given giving kevin feige the reins this billion dollar fucking juggernaut is the smart thing to do he's a star wars fan you know i think you know people showed up they had pictures of him wearing star wars shirts way before like you know uh you know like you know like when they're doing like iron man the first iron man he's walking around in a star wars shirt and that was before you know marvel was didn't even belong to Disney yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or anything right. even even before Disney even bought Star Wars. You know, the guy's the guy is a tried and true fan, the same way he was a tried and true fan of of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know, uh, he you know he kind of had his idea in his head. You know, once again, this guy was you know this guy was uh, like helped production for the first X Men movie. So giving him Star Wars is an incredibly great idea. I'm super excited about that. You know, I, I kind of wish they gave him it to, gave it to him a little earlier. You know, I kind of wish they had given it to him before the Last Jedi. <laughs> You know, and and then, you know, he could have done, you know, part eight and then, you know, whoever did part nine, you know, where we wouldn't have the backlash of, uh, you know, because it's the backlash that, because remember at the time there was going to be an Obi-Wan Kenobi movie, there was going to be a Yoda movie, and and there was so much backlash because people got so angry at fucking, at uh, Last Jedi that, you know, uh, that that it kind of derailed the whole franchise. And, you know, at that point, at that particular point, you know, Brian Johnson was going to have his whole his own trilogy and people hated the last Jedi so much to even Disney is like, you know what, Johnson, Ryan Johnson, fuck you. Okay. Now I, you know, they're saying, and I heard this on another podcast, um, that, you know, a lot of it has to do with the, you know, the whole reason Disney bought star Wars and Marvel was because they had the girl, they had the girl market cornered with, uh, toys, you know, girls like princesses. I mean, you know, I'm not trying to be sexist. It's just, it's just the truth. You know, girls, you know, girls like princesses, girls buy princesses. They bought Marvel so they could appeal to the boys. And when you take a movie like, Star Wars, when you take a movie like fucking The Last Jedi, nobody's buying a fucking General Hodo. <laughs> fucking, you know what I'm saying? You know, that movie was so... Ugh, so bland, so nothing that, you know, the, what, you know, what new characters, what, you know, that, that's not, that doesn't help sell toys, you know, and, and if people, oh, it's fucking, it's, everything's to sell toys. Yeah, if it is to sell toys, but you gotta, you know, these stories have, these movies have endured decades because the strength of the story of the original trilogy you know and even george lucas had trouble recapturing the magic that he fucking helped create so uh giving it to kevin feige a true fan oh you that would actually that would have been 
Like, okay, give J.J. Abrams episode 7. Let Kevin Filoni do episode 8, mm-hmm. the guy behind all the Clone Wars, uh, you know, the, the the guy. And he was driving. He was. That's why they, a lot of fans like the Clone Wars. You know, he was driving the boat. And all those shows and Clone Wars and Rebels and all that were all uh, D- Dave Filoni. I'm sorry. Dave Filoni uh, was the guy who was doing all that. And that's why that's why those were so good, because they had one person kind of guiding the ship and that's what kevin feige is gonna now don't be wrong it is a bit of a slap in the face of dave filoni because i would be just as excited if they said we're giving this to dave filoni you know and and of course yeah don't be wrong i like jj abrams and you know i'd like but jj abrams he's doing his own thing you know jj wants well you know he wants to do uh you know <laughs> he wants he doesn't want to play with anybody else's toys he wants to make his own toys and 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 play with that so had you said dave filoni you're giving him the fucking he's gonna steer the ship i'd have been great same thing with Kevin Feige. All right, so, all right, moving on. Um, the upcoming Batman movie, and I think this has been all but confirmed. The the Robert Pattinson, Matt Reeves Batman <clears throat> movie is going to be based on the comic book The Long Halloween. Um, so that's been you know, so you know, if you may want to read up on that before the movie comes out, so you can uh, catch up on uh, on The Long Halloween. Uh, once again, tons of rumors going out. We're People are being recruited for the movie. The big one in the past couple of weeks has been Jonah Hill. And, uh, you know, it's still up in the air on who Jonah Hill is going to play. Uh, so far, we've heard the Penguin. And I, I've seen a couple of websites even say the Riddler. Um, I would much rather him play the Penguin. Even though he's kind of skinny now. He was fat. He like He was fat obviously in the early part of his career then he lost weight then he got fat again <laughs> and then he got skinny i i kind of hope they make him fat if he's going to play the penguin you know or he gains weight um i had posted this thing in my uh, on my facebook page where uh there's a movie he did called war dogs and it was jonah hill and the guy from that new fantastic four movie the one that that josh trank directed that no one liked <laughs> uh, it was a movie called war dogs and there's a scene where like he's like in the hood and you know i think he's i don't know if he's trying to buy weed or something like that and like these hoodlum guys start fucking with him because he look he just looks like a fat white guy in like a button-down shirt and dress pants and he goes into like the trunk of his car and he just pulls out this fucking semi-automatic fucking rifle and just starts shooting it in the sky and <laughs> all these gangsters start fucking running and it's like you know jonah hill acting gangster for you know for that those you know minute and a half in the movie that it happened it shows that he can play a guy that at one point was probably bullied, but then now he's sticking up for himself for the fuck. I mean, he's he's overcompensating, obviously. But, uh, you know, I kind of see that with the Penguin. You know, I kind of see the guy that, you know, is he's actually very vulnerable. But, you know, uh, when pushed to the point, you know, he will be fucking very dangerous so um i kind of you know if, if he plays the penguin i hope they fatten him up again <laughs> or uh i mean if he plays the riddler eh, not a big fan of i'm not a big fan of that decision you know not if there's gonna be a penguin in the movie and he's not playing it you know and like who, then who the fuck else are you gonna get to play the penguin true uh, um okay in the <clears throat> flash arrow legends of the tomorrow legends of tomorrow black lightning uh mm. universe they they you know they're 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 still pl- they're still talking about the crossover um oh i'm i'm gonna talk about this one they said Ooh, yes they said brandon ralph is going to be continuing his the same superman even though he looks like because they released the picture yeah of him with the gray, you know, with the gray uh, temples and sort of the black, uh, the the black ass or whatever, 
if I'm not, I mean, I could be misremembering the Black S, but um, with the great temples and stuff like that, uh, which looks like the Kingdom Come Superman. Um, I think this is con- this is a continuation of his uh, Superman Returns uh, Superman, which is in and, in and of itself a continuation of Superman Two, the Christopher Reeve yep. one. So this is, for all intents and purposes, that Superman. It's that 1977 or 1980, you know, whichever, whatever years those came out. It's that Superman part one and two people, a lot of, a lot of they've disavowed three <laughs> and, uh, and then, you know, then Superman returns. So that's an interesting take that it's that Superman. It's Christopher Reeve slash Brandon Routh. And, um, and a little more underwhelming news <laughs> with that crossover. They've announced that if you remember, do you remember the, the birds of prey TV show? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Whoa. That's not underwhelming. That, that, no, no, no. Dude, no, that's not underwhelming. Nobody that was, fucking that remembers awesome that show. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I watched awesome it, but I'm a nerd. <laughs> like, honestly, like, I'm excited for that because here's my take on it. You could have her, like, it makes more sense if maybe Bruce Wayne, because if you remember, if you remember in that TV series, the Huntress, uh, yeah, and was... Huntress basically Batman retired and went away. But it was so, it was the kid of Batman and Catwoman, right? Or am I? Am I yes, misremembering yeah, it? Yep. Yeah. So, I, so when, I, she, when she sees Kevin Conroy, <laughs> no, I think they, I think they basically, I think they've made, they've pretty much like come together, and he's just like there to, you know, kind of guide her, like how how like batman beyond was kind of oh yeah no but i'm just, yeah i'm just i mean i'm making a joke there i mean I, like she's not gonna know him or maybe not know him oh, but, no. No, no, no. you know and and in that show i don't think we've ever uh, on birds of prey which i did watch i don't super remember everything i mean i remember it was the oracle huntress mm-hmm. was black canary on the show i think black canary was bad on. girl well i mean yeah oracle's bad girl um um and then I think they kind of had was a Black Harley. Canary. They had they technically had a Harley Quinn on that show, but like I think she was like in one episode for like two seconds, and they didn't like you know. But uh, but not, I'm just saying she wasn't a main. The, my point being is that Harley wasn't a main character, but they're bringing the Huntress from that show, which is and don't be wrong. Like I I saw that show and I kind of liked that show. It's obviously not that much if I don't remember that much about it, but you know that was like that was like what 2002 or something like that. That was yeah, like, that was, that was a, a long, long time fucking ago. time ago. So so uh, yeah, I mean that there's that and then there's well the bigger news which is the two main characters from smallville are back so oh yeah tom welling and uh erica durance yes yes so, so they'll be part of it he's going to be playing superman apparently i think oh, I, yeah, I don't yeah. he's either going to be clark kent or he's going to be superman or whatever they're, they're they're still trying to figure that out or they just won't tell us yeah um because she's lana lang or smallville right yeah she's not lois lane that's lana lang. right and then, um, so, uh, what's his name won't come back as Lex Luthor because they basically didn't give him a script. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Rosenbaum? Yeah, so, and I, I can understand, I can understand why he wouldn't want to come back if, if they're not going to pay him. So, and then, um, there's actually a rumor that, um, Justin Hartley, who played Green Arrow on the Smallville series, uh-huh. he's actually, he's actually come out and said that if they off, that, you know, as long as every it's you know worth it, he would definitely come back, and I think that would be awesome. Just like to he's see doing anything else. else. <laughs> no, he's on um he's on that really he's on uh this is us. That's oh, serious. that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. Dude, yeah. that, that's doing some fucking good ratings. That's man. right. No, I know. Don't I'm say an he's asshole. not doing anything. I'm an, an asshole. Yeah, asshole. <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> no, people love that fucking that. show. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you know, I would love to see that. I think that would be awesome. So I'm hoping they bring more people in, but like. Whatever they can do, I don't care. 
Just do it. Yeah, and I hope they bring him in. I hope it's not like a fucking last five minutes of the episode. Everyone comes out of portal. Well, you know who shit. they can't bring in. <laughs> She's in jail, so they can't bring her in. Um, the one that played, um, God, what was her character in Smallville? The blonde. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Chloe. 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 Yeah, they That's can't a, bring yeah. Chloe in. <laughs> so, well, and, and then they had, they had um, Supergirl in Smallville, too, so... I, I wonder if they could bring her in too because there is a small there is a Supergirl so that would be interesting. Yeah, um, I mean, I mean they, they still have time because we're like we're like well this is the end of September so we got like I believe October November they're filming in December if I'm not mistaken. I think they're filming now actually. Or it's going to be released in December. Yeah. So I mean we still have time and you know I'm pretty sure. But once again I hope it's I hope they're involved with the episode. I hope you know everybody. I just I don't want it to be a fucking Avengers assemble fucking last five minutes all these people pop out of portal we see them for three seconds then we see a bunch of cg characters fighting and that's it i want i want these characters involved i want them intertwined with the and of course you know they're going to be all over the other episodes you know it's going to be a crossover event where you know you have to watch the flash you have to watch supergirl you have to watch legends of tomorrow there is there is a rumor and this is definitely just a rumor at this point but there was a rumor that oh and and batwoman too um the uh that basically that well and this isn't confirmed yet but they may end up bringing in titans into that too so we'll have to see if that happens as well and did you see the thing i shared on facebook with the teen titans no what did you share there is a i don't know what it's involved with but they had taken a scene from they had taken the scene from the end of the end of avengers endgame yeah with the teen titans with it's excuse me it's teen titans go excuse me and they open up all these portals and it's different versions of the teen titan including the original teen titans and and different versions of the teen titans from you know different you know they've had episodes or there were one episode where they look all like gritty like you know where it's supposed to be like you know the gritty reboot versions there's an episode where they're all like pretty there's an episode where it's like teen titans but they're all animals and stuff like right. that. So I don't know what that's from. I don't think it's part of the movie because the, the you know, or, or it might have been just made as a goof or or you know like it was a, pre- a preview of something that's going to be part of something li- later on. But it's it's taking on that scene from Avengers Endgame where all the characters come through portals and it's a billion different versions of the teens fighting um, Trigon. You know, mm-hmm. uh, so. Uh, you know, and you, there's like, you know, you'll see 10 different versions of Cyborg all fighting next to each other, and 10 versions of Beast Boy all standing next to each other, you know, fighting Trigon, and all 10 versions of Raven, and 10 versions of Starfire. And so, uh, that was cute. I don't know what, what it is, but I, I came across, you know, someone had shared that clip, so hopefully we'll be, I'll, soon I'll figure it out, I'll, let you know what it is but um i think that was kind of funny that they you know they they brought back you know so you see the teen titans that everyone liked versus the teen titans go that everyone kind of like shit on for a while <laughs> you know you know fighting side by side um so that was pretty cool uh but yeah the, you know it's going to be a big event and and you know i mean i don't want to say it's underwhelming but not many people remember the birds of prey show but it's smart that they do it because literally the next you know between now and suicide squad 2 they're going to do a birds of prey movie you know the the harley quinn character that you know pretty much everyone remembers but chris and, chris there was already a tv series come on now yeah but i'm saying is that like, <laughs> nobody fucking remembers the birds of prey like only guys like us really know and remember birds of prey well yeah she's hot said, that's why well, no, but I'm saying is that like, if you go to a casual person, they won't, they don't know what the fuck Birds of Prey is. Oh no, you know, and then like, and now that they're gonna, now that DC is turning, they're continuing Harley Quinn in a Birds of Prey movie. Mm-hmm. It's kind of smart that they kind of go back and show the Birds of Prey TV show and like, you know, okay, remember these guys? These, you know, these are the people that kind of did it first, you know. So, uh, 
so that's pretty that's pretty cool um okay a few more things um uh the joker movie is coming out this weekend I'll be at Comic-Con when it happens. You know, I don't think I'm going to have the energy or the time to go see it in the theater, so I'm not going to see it. But I'm still opposed to it. <laughs> You're opposed I, to I, it? I'm still opposed to this Joker movie. I, I was opposed to it from day fucking one, I, you know, with Joaquin Phoenix playing the Joker. And I, I don't like the idea of a Joker origin movie. Um, you know, this is its own kind of weird standalone thing, which so... I guess it's smart, you know, to have, you know, so you don't have to have, be weighed down by a bunch of... Uh, Continuity. So I've I, I saw a review. It's getting tons of great reviews. That doesn't mean that I'm against. That mean that doesn't mean I have to be for it. <laughs> right, right, but l- l- let me keep going. So I, I saw a review, and they were saying in the review that like Thomas Wayne is running for mayor in this, and somehow this all like intersects. So I was sitting there thinking to myself, I'm like, holy shit, what if they're what if they're using Joker to restart the whole DC? thing like think about it like if this does really well what if they started with this and then used the um matt reeves batman and then they brought those two together and then they just restarted this whole thing think about it Uh, but i mean you got i mean apparently jj abrams is gonna have his hands in all this too at some point so well no i mean he signed a deal with warner brothers i don't think they've officially said anything with him doing anything with the justice league not yet i mean to the best of my knowledge unless something new has happened i mean yes he's signing well, that was a, a rumor he, he's too, signing a deal so. with warner brothers yeah. i believe that's like that's been confirmed well it's it, he's what signing he's doing with, with, warner, with brothers. warner media yeah he's signing with warner media is what it is yeah but so what he's doing with them i don't think has been defined at all i mean of yeah. course people would love for him to come in their pants for him fix the justice league but you know i mean we have the birds of prey movie coming out we have the suicide squad movie coming out both of those movies are still kind of connected to the these other movies you know it's still those movies are technically connected to you know batman v superman and justice league dawn of justice you know uh batman v superman dawn of justice and justice league and man of steel you know and as, as much as people hate those fucking movies you know they're they're still continuing you know you still have suicide squad you still have uh aquaman 2 whenever they decide to put it out wonder woman 2 these are all still connected to that universe you know and 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 you know if you're going to tell me that fucking joaquin phoenix transforms into fucking jared leto then that's really going to make me want to fucking you know punch somebody in the face because you know and don't be wrong i don't i understand what they're what they're doing with this movie but you know it's very much you know taxi driver meets you know uh king of comedy wait 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 a minute you don't know that yet because you haven't seen the movie yet. i haven't seen it yet but come on (laughs) yeah but give it give it See, I, I'm gonna, this whole thing is, I'm gonna see it. I, I plan on, I plan on going to the theater to see it. I still don't want it to exist. <laughs> I just, you know, and I just, and, you know, Joaquin Phoenix is such a, you know, he's one of those guys, like, remember when he did, when he went to that period where he was gonna be a rapper and he grew the beard out and he had sunglasses and he was acting like an asshole on David Letterman? You know, Joaquin Phoenix is a guy who's full of his own shit, you know, and I, there was a, documentary i saw with him and they were following him during that year when he was pretending to be and he was pretending to be crazy and all this shit like walking phoenix just leaves a bad fucking taste in my mouth and you know once again i'm totally against the idea of a joker origin movie i mean this is loosely 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 based on the one bad day which you know which you know i believe alan moore wrote whatever you know the, the you know the the jokers you know is a guy and you know and he gets in debt with the mafia and his wife is pregnant and they take his wife hostage and they kill her and you know and it's like it shows that like you know 
one guy, you know, if he pushed a regular normal guy to the point of insanity, he could become the fucking world's biggest, craziest mastermind or whatever. Um, and it's, you know, it's kind of taking that. But, I mean, if you're not going to do a one bad day movie, then, you know, do it right or don't do it at all. You know, and it's in the same way fucking, you know, Batman v Superman was sort of like, you know, the Dark Knight Returns. You know, sort of like, you know, they had Batman in a big armored suit fighting Superman. You know, it was the, it was the Dark Knight Returns comic book. But... You know, sort of like, once again, do it right or don't do it at all. And um, so, I mean, I, people are going to love it and all this other shit, you know. And it, until we have another fucking mass shooting and someone's dressed up like the Joker. Like, remember that guy that shot up fucking when the Dark Knight Rises came out? And the guy with the fucking red hair and he went to the Dude, theater don't, and started shooting people? Don't, don't remind me because we've already increased our security for this next weekend, so. Yeah, it's like, you know, like some asshole is going to see this movie and go, Oh, here's a guy that society rejected and he's the hero because he ends up killing a lot of people. Or, you know, he, he, he inspires other people to start killing people to, you know, to show, the, you know. And it's like, you know, and it's like something bad is going to fucking happen because of this stupid fucking movie, you know, and I, and, and I mean, I don't want it to happen, you know, and I, I, I pray for everyone's safety. I hope for everyone's safety, but you know, it's, it's putting the wrong ideas in the wrong fucking heads, especially in this fucking day and age with all the school shootings and shit like that going on. We don't, we don't need to show people a movie where a guy who's beaten up by society gets his revenge. You know, fuck that bullshit. Um, all right. So <laughs> enough on that. Um, Another thing that's starting this week that I'm not going to have any time or energy to watch or be involved with at all, uh, WWE SmackDown is coming back to network TV. Mm-hmm. And uh, I-, I think there's two things that prompted this to happen. The one obvious one, I think a lot of people, and I haven't followed wrestling in, the, in a while, and mostly because they took it off of network TV. Um, you know, I think this is a response to all elite wrestling, you know, becoming a, a regular thing on basic cable. Uh, Which is Wednesday. Uh, which is Wednesdays, but I'm wondering, I wonder how successful is that WWE app? Like, I, I, I think maybe they, they, I think they kind of put all their eggs in one basket with that. It, it, it does well. It does well enough to where it warrants people because here's the thing, like, so if you think about it, if you're a huge WWE fan, all you're paying is $10 a month and you're seeing a pay-per-view. Whereas if you remember back in the day, you were paying what, 30, 40 bucks for some fucking pay-per-views. Yeah. I remember, I remember when it was 50 because <laughs> my friends yeah. and I we would, we'd all chip in 10 bucks and stuff like that and, and, and see, uh, see the pay-per-views and stuff like that. I mean, right. I, don't, I just, you know, it's, it's, it, it was very stupid for them to take it off of network TV or maybe, maybe not stupid, but they're smart for bringing it back to network TV. You, you gotta, you gotta make, and of course, like, and the same thing with all the wrestling, you know, uh, whatever, channel it's going to be on or whatever at least it's 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 on 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 basic cable where people can see it you know to put it on an app and then you have to subscribe to the app and like the whole thing is like if i'm paying ten dollars a month for wwe you know and i'm not watching it all the time i'm gonna feel bad i'm gonna be ten dollars a month that's a couple bucks away from netflix you know and netflix gives me a billion different shows why am I gonna watch just wrestling? And I, you know, and 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 I like wrestling, but I can't see myself spending one hundred twenty dollars a year watching wrestling. Nah. You know, I mean, and once again, I, yeah, I paid for the pay per views because I was with my friends and it was a social thing. It was more social than than me actually giving a fuck what to see the same three guys. It was, and mind you, this was the era where, and and I look, I love wrestling, but you know, they do the same. This they get in, they get stuck in the same fucking loops where you know every night the headliners were Stone Cold, Triple H, The Rock undertaker and you know and whoever else 
It was, you know, it was like it was like four or five guys that headlined every fucking night, and it was some combination. It was The Rock versus Stone Cold, Stone Cold versus Undertaker, Undertaker versus Stone Cold, Undertaker versus Triple H, Triple H versus uh, Stone Cold. You know, it was like uh, they, whenever they have people that are big and get and get big, they they fucking they they don't give that person a rest. They fucking headline every fucking night, and they they drill those characters to your head until you fucking can't stand them anymore. You know, and so and I'm pretty sure they still do it. I mean, I still see Triple H. You know, headlining <laughs> nights and stuff like that. And Triple H, I know, is he's got to be a little past his prime. You know, even even the Undertaker is like totally fucking retired. You know, we see the Undertaker maybe once a year. You know, wrestling and stuff like that. And these new guys, I could give two shits about. I don't care about. Okay, I, okay, I kind of like. I mean, not that I like them, but I get like why people like like New Day. You know, those guys. Or I get how kind guys kind of like Sasha banks yeah you know what I'm saying? like they're colorful and their characters but like you know fucking uh, i don't know you know kevin owens you know, what the fuck what the fuck is a kevin owens this is oh it's a big it's just a big not a big guy not muscular guy but you know rusev that's a, just it's just his gimmick as he's a big guy he's a big scary fucking guy you know what I'm saying so uh, you know i don't know i mean maybe i'll start watching it now that it's back to, to network tv and 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 they'll get my dollars again but you know for them to like take it totally off the app I mean, take it, take you know to get rid of everything and put everything on an app. It's kind of they're shooting themselves in the foot. So whoever's idea was to bring it back to network TV is a genius because you know you still have to have you got to have that entry level shit for the entry level people. You know I'm not gonna pay ten dollars a month. I, I I don't I don't pay ten dollars a month now for Netflix. <laughs> And I watch Netflix every day. We know. Day. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, that being said, uh, it is smart that they're coming back. And, and they'll get my attention now because I'll watch it when I have right. time to watch it. Um, okay, uh, Sid Hay, uh, mostly known to people from uh, Devil's Rejects and House of a Thousand Corpses. I mean, yes, he was in a billion of other billion other horror movies and scary movies and exploitation 70s movies uh but you know let's be honest with you he didn't really become a household name until he was in you know devil's rejects and house of a thousand corpses directed by rob zombie uh passed away at the age of 80 recently and what's crazy is that they just released uh the movie three from hell which was a sequel <laughs> to devil's rejects but it's weird like what saban like the people behind like fucking power rangers because saban like they released the movie but it wasn't like a full it wasn't uh, like around the country weird like three from hell was only at a couple theaters and there was nowhere around rochester i think the closest place was fucking albany and i'm and, and you know and yes i'll drive six hours to go to comic-con i'm not driving six hours to see a fucking movie and of course yeah people are like oh give it two months and it'll be on fucking Netflix. it'll be on a streaming site yeah but i mean i i, I would have supported it had you had you go down to the theater and it's the whole thing is like and another saban movie that's coming out in a couple a couple with about two weeks now is going to be kevin smith's movie which i did i bought the, the i got the fathom events uh of course you did yeah but i'm saying is that it's weird like saban is like they put they're putting out movies but they're not giving it like the big money treatment like uh, you know i mean power rangers had a regular release as if it was uh, any other movie you know why didn't why is three from hell got such a limited release why is fucking jane silent bob reboot you know uh, you know it's a fathoms of vet thing and then like they're doing a deal where like like kevin smith will come to the town and they'll give the movie like they'll have a night showing where like you know they're giving it where it's a show but you're paying like 50 dollars but you're getting like the movie plus like them doing like a two-hour talk out so like four hours worth of entertainment you know and and then like you could see the movie in that city like the weekend after they appear at that city so if you can't make it to the 50 dollars show you could go see it like at a regular theater and maybe i'm misunderstanding the rules but it's you know stuff like that it's like why just put these fucking movies out <laughs> you know what i'm saying like like right. is it is it that uh detrimental to making money that they can't you know and it's not like it's not like these are some bullshit movies that people don't 
know or care about. I mean, people, Rob Zombie fans are Rob Zombie fans. And I guess, I guess you could say, yeah, well, those people are going to go the first night anyway, you know, but like, I, there's a movie I want to see, but once again, I'm not going to drive six hours. How is it? Why is it? What Syracuse wasn't good enough? Buffalo wasn't good enough. I would have driven, I would have driven to either one, you know, I would have driven an hour to go see that movie, but I'm not going to drive six hours to see it, you know, and once again, I'll just give it two months and I'll see it when it comes out on, <laughs> on Netflix or on, on Blu-ray or whatever. But, uh, you know, rest in peace to Sid Haig, Captain Spaulding, the, the evil clown. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess the last bit of news, and once again, more Kevin Smith news, because I'm a Kevin Smith fan. Uh, th- this past weekend, they had a thing where they were selling weed at a dispensary and the, both the characters you know the guy who plays jay uh, you know, uh jason muse and kevin smith like as jay and silent bob or whatever were at a at a weed dispensary selling their weed now now this seems and look you can't knock a guy for trying to make some money but they're selling like this you know quote-unquote like premium marijuana and you know and the joke is you know Kevin, jay and silent bob their characters in a movie were weed dealers so they're selling these they're selling these weeds get this shit it's a 30 dollar joint so you know there's a pre-roll joint it has uh you know kevin smith smokes this shit called uh, pre, uh caviar gold and shit like that and uh so they were selling them for it's thirty dollars a joint comes pre-rolled comes in this little plastic tube and mm. then like if you bought three of them then you could take a picture with kevin smith and, and and jason muse and it's like and it's so weird because if you just see kevin smith in the street or you know you go to any event that he you know like like right now he's about to start touring his his movie like you could just go to one of those things and afterwards he'll take a picture with you you know but to spend ninety dollars for three joints you know okay I, i'm pretty sure it's really good weed but shit <laughs> but then they, i I guess it's the experience and stuff like that but it just seemed it seemed a little it seemed a bit of a ripoff in my opinion to for the for the fans to I, it seems to, like you have an audience yeah charging them 90 dollars for fucking three three joint you know and no so, i mean you have an audience in the background i can hear it oh i think that's my my neighbors the weather's still nice so people still once again you live in the hood people hang out on the steps and uh stuff like that so it happened um and that's it that's i'm done with my uh i'm all out of notes unless there's anything you want to talk about oh thank god continue <laughs> oh no that's <laughs> So yeah, I guess you don't have anything to talk about. So once again, welcome to all the brand new listeners, and I'm going to give you the rundown. Uh, thank you for following us and listening to us. Uh, you can find us. You can visit, as I mentioned earlier, it's the same website that's on the button that I gave you, www.twostrangersonepodcast.net, where you can find everything show related. Uh, you can find links to our iTunes page if you have an iPhone, an iPad, or iPod. Uh, you can go on iTunes subscribe to us there if you don't have an iphone ipad or ipod you could find us on the stitcher app that's s-t-i-t-c-h-e-r the stitcher app for android devices uh where what i and stitcher is pretty much where i listen to all my podcasts i put on listen later and available offline so i can download them to my phone when i'm out and about taking care of my business driving around with my new car stereo i can listen to podcasts when i'm driving six hours to new york city and uh you know any podcast worth listening to all of kevin smith's podcast um you know i like uh, another podcast i like it's called the weekly planet or i don't know does mark maron still do a podcast adam carolla nerdist i know they still do nerdist because i see it on my feed uh, I just never unsubscribed. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, so all the podcasts worth listening to. And of course, Paul's other baby, the Tsunami Faithful podcast. Took you long enough. Are available on the Stitcher app. And uh, once again, Stitcher is available for iTunes also, but I'm assuming if you have iTunes, if you have a, it's on Stitcher is available for iPhones and iPads also. But I think if you already have one of those, you're just going to use iTunes. Um, if, uh, or you can go and visit our main hosting site the, the place where 
uh, took the money out of my account without letting me know about two weeks ago and left me fucking overdrawn 20 bucks. And luckily a friend of mine owed me money. So he paid me back and I was able to have like $4 on my account that I made last till payday. Uh, <laughs> but, Jesus uh, sound, Christ. our hosting site is SoundCloud. Uh, so you can go, you can go right to the source where we upload the, you know, and download it from there. Uh, I know there's SoundCloud apps. I make all the episodes available for download. Um, uh, but I don't, I still don't think on Android you could download them, but you can go to the website, just go to SoundCloud, search for Two Strangers World Podcast, and you can find us there. You can download us that, you know, if you don't want to stick to a specific site. Uh, if you want to follow us, you can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Two Strangers One Podcast. We want your money. We need your money. But until then, uh, it just takes two seconds to like and subscribe. It takes two seconds to share us. It costs nothing um, and helps get the name and uh, word out, uh, you know, so I don't have to keep buying buttons to let people know about the podcast. Um, <laughs> uh, if you want to write to us like Oscar has and, you know, the gauntlet has been thrown. Give 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 us your opinion of Oscar. Give us your opinion of the podcast. Is, is Oscar correct? Am I a fool for wasting all this money on uh, on recording equipment and cameras and all this other stuff just to go to Comic-Con to, to pretend that I'm a reporter? Uh, write to us at two strangers one podcast at gmail.com. That's all spelled out. Two strangers one podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us and on also and um, for the episodes that aren't available on SoundCloud, uh, you can find us on YouTube all seven years, except for the most recent, like two years or so. <laughs> and those are on SoundCloud. Um, all the years previous, all those episodes are available. I just uploaded maybe this is episode like 298. <laughs> I've, I've recently updated, uploaded like episode 236 <laughs> to, to YouTube. So, I mean, if you want to listen to anything from episode one to about 236, by the time we're, you're listening to this, uh, we're recording it. Uh, they're all available on YouTube. That's about five years worth of podcasts right there. And, and you can find my Stranger Vlogs, like I mentioned earlier. I, I just uploaded episode Stranger Vlog 45. I'm working on 46. I'll be working on it as soon as I'm done with this podcast. Um, you can find my audiobook. Odd I See, A Tale from the Road. That's also on our YouTube page. Uh, you can find two of my albums that I put together uh, under my uh, musician name, XLNYC. Uh, you can find those on our YouTube page also and on twostrangersoldpodcast.net. And you could also buy my book. Other than my second book, which I put out as an audiobook for free, you could actually put money out and purchase my first book. Um, Double jackpot available at lulu.com. Uh, but you can just find the link on two strangers on podcast.net or two strangers on podcast.com. And that's it. I acquiesce the 40 user. All right. You can find me on Twitter at Paul Pascrillo. You can email me, like I said earlier in the podcast, Paul Pascrillo at tunamifaithful.com. And, uh, since Chris thinks that a thousand users are going to be following this podcast after New York Comic Con, I might as well say that if you want to follow what Chris is using to get to New York Comic Con. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it's tunamifaithful.com, uh, and you can find that at Tunami News on Twitter and Facebook.com slash official. And that's all of our articles and everything. And you can, the podcast is mixed in there as well. It's the Tunami Faithful podcast. So please do follow that. Oh, and one other thing I will, I announced this on the other podcast, and I will announce this here too as well. We have a new podcast coming out called the Demon Slayer podcast. It's, uh, to, it's basically about the, the anime series Demon Slayer and the English dub that's coming out on Toonami in a couple weeks. So look for that to come out, and please do listen to that one as well. I won't be on it that much, but please do listen to those guys, because let's support everything. So there you go. <laughs> and it's going to just be called the Demon Slayer Podcast? Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Thankfully, that name hasn't been taken. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's like there's no heavy yeah, metal band. No, there isn't. <laughs> there isn't really. It's it's really weird, but whatever. Yeah. So. All right. Well, we certainly hope you guys and for all the new listeners and for all the longtime listeners, thank you for coming back. For all the new time listeners, welcome. Keep coming back. We certainly hope you guys enjoyed listening, had as much fun as we did recording. Thank you for listening to Two Strangers on a Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. Don't be a stranger. Peace. We're out. Bye. You should be fapping. That's something I say every episode. You should be fapping. I don't condone it. <laughs> right, here we go, man. Go ahead. You want to read Double jackpot. What is it? It is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne. Chris Cologne? Smells good to me. (laughs) (laughs) Look at her. That broke that fucking cold little exterior. He's like, hee. But it is spelled C-O-L-O-N. Him punny. But... <laughs> Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist, Eric, who is in a loveless relationship with oh, a materialistic Lynette. I feel you, Eric. <laughs> I, 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 oh, fucking. Are you oh, sure I didn't write this? <laughs> uh, I, I smell sounds hauntingly familiar. He starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively, su- sorry, creatively supportive woman, Nadia. Well, I, I gotta meet her. Where's the Nadia? There's your summer girlfriend. Summer Nadia is Nadia. Nadia? Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. All right. Both Lynette and uh, Nadia play the double jackpot, the largest payout in lotto history, much like the recent Powerball. Both girls play his birth date as the winning re- as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, yeah, man. Is. Look at her, fucking. She's impressed. I am. Summer. She got some summer reading. Christopher Cologne smells real lovely with an original idea. This is. I've never heard this before. I haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit as Kev's Clerks. Oh, you don't even need to name check me. This is just a good idea. You could stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like, hey, remember Clerks? This is nothing like that. <laughs> this is way more original than Clerks. This is a good idea, man. Why didn't I think of this? I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books, Heavy Metal, Video Games Trilogy Book 2. Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, coming soon. Right on, man. It's part of a trilogy. This is the first part. Way to write, man. He's seeking a literary agent. Motherfuckers, anybody out there? There ain't no literary agents listening to this show, I assure you, sure. Sure. I assure you, sure. But somebody know a literary agent? Hook a motherfucker up! Chris Cologne come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin. That's a good fucking idea, to be honest with you. That's a fucking rom-com right there. Megan, get Raskin on the phone. (laughs) Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No? Yeah. I want to run it past him, man. I want to, and if it happens, I get a taste, Chris Cologne. I get a a whiff, if you will. The book could also be ordered on www.com. L-U-L-U dot com. That's Lulu dot com. I understand that. I just want to spell it out. <laughs> <laughs> Normally one says it, that spells it. Still, Lulu dot com. What is that? Do you know what it is? I don't know. All right. The book could also be ordered on www dot Lulu dot com. Search for Double Jackpot Christopher Cologne. A paperback version of the book is $15 and a PDF file is only five bucks. Five dollars is yeah. insanely inexpensive. Fifteen's not even that bad for a hard for a paperback version. No. This is a million dollar idea right here. 
like a, a fucking a movie about a dude who fucking is stuck between two chicks, both of who play his birthday and win the lottery. Come on. Come, I, like I can it. see that trailer. Chris Cologne is on to something. Nobody else can smell it but me. I'll read it. Thank you. I'm going to make that smelly joke. I all. know. You're trying to get me to laugh again. It worked once. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Cologne, man. It's the first book in his comic books, heavy metal, video games trilogy. Book two, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, should be coming out soon. Get all the information. Chris Cologne, like a motherfucker. I will and his totally book, read this. Double Jackpot. I'm serious. I'm going to recommend that to fucking Raskin. That's, how is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it. You could sell them fucking both chicks. Maybe a little penetration. Maybe a butthole shot. No butthole, no care. I would like to formally apologize to Christopher Cologne. No, sex sells. (laughs) Chris Cologne will appreciate that. He's like, thanks for throwing a few buttholes in there, man. Don't forget to check out twostrangersonepodcast.net, your one-stop resource for everything show-related. You can find links to subscribe to us on iTunes or on Stitcher. You could also find links to buy my book, Double Jackpot, on twostrangersonepodcast.net. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, and fuck you, I'm out.